0: Number one is chew your food. A lot of times I see my, it's so basic. What? And we're, I know you're probably laughing out there, but if we are rushing into meals and eating, like standing at the counter and we're like grabbing yes, the goldfish as scarfing. we're running out the door and the granola bar, right? Our body is in this heightened uh, sympathetic state and therefore it's not worried about digestion. It's worried about saving you from again, like the tiger that's attacking you. Wow. So if we can get a little bit mindful, take a deep breath, sit down, to our food and focus, Yeah, the, all the um, gastric acids and the digestive enzymes and things come out and then we don't feel as bloated. Hey, everybody. I'm Maria Sansone, and welcome to
1: another episode of Mom to Mom, the podcast. You know, I'm not supposed to have favorites. I love all my podcasts, but boy, I really enjoyed this conversation. I got to sit in person with my guest today, and that's always a treat. And because it's the new year, I feel like so many of us are focused on our health goals and thinking about food in particular and nutrition and wellness overall. And my guest today really checks all those boxes. We get into some intense, even personal stuff on the show today. If you're feeling bloated, by the way, (laughs) this show is for you. We spend a lot of time in that area. So anyway, I was thinking when we booked our guest today, wouldn't it be nice if we could have our own personal health and wellness coach? Well, for the next half hour, that is our gift to you. We are going to focus on our health. We are going to increase energy, help gain confidence, master our mindset for the new year, and overall improve our wellness routine. And here to help us do all of that is Kristen Reed. And this is someone who is so knowledgeable and someone who really practices what she preaches. You can feel her passion coming through. She is a multiple award-winning National Board Certified Holistic Registered Nurse and a Certified Health and Wellness Coach. And as the founder. Of nursing your way to wellness, Kristen is dedicated to empowering people to live their healthiest and happiest lives. So not only do we talk about bloating, we talk about gut health, we talk about the types of things that should be on our plate. We talk about how to find the time to create a wellness routine. Uh, We cover a lot of ground in a short time. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Kristen Reed. (laughs)
0: What? <laughs> good to see you again. Thank you, Maria. So good to see you. I Thank love you for having, having you here. So
1: truth be told, we had Kristen on the hub today to do a segment about nutrition and I chewed her ear off after the show. <laughs> like, what about this? And what about that? And I realized, oh, this, you would be such a perfect guest for a longer form format where we can really dig in, yeah. especially this time of year. Thank so you. I'm so yes. glad you're here. Why don't you start by telling people what it is that you actually do and how you work with your clients?
0: Yeah. So I can work with clients one-on-one in private health coaching so it's just um, you and I you know getting to the root cause of your issues we look at functional testing we look at symptom uh, analysis and all sorts of things to really get to the root cause and then to give you lasting health and wellness We have group wellness programs, all sorts of options, but it's all personalized health and wellness coaching so that I'm working with you on your unique needs. So, and that's important to point out is everyone is so individual. We're gonna speak in sort of general today
1: when it comes to some of our health goals Mm -hmm. because we are all so unique. So you really have to figure out what's right for you. Yes. But in general, when people are thinking about a new healthy routine, a lot of us are having resolutions and it's all about health, Where
0: is a good place to start? Because it is actually so overwhelming. (laughs) It is, and this is such a a time of like trying to do all the things at once. So I like to say, let's start with like the low-hanging fruit. Let's start at the basics and get those down first. Okay. So whatever feels good for you. So it could be just a small habit. I like to say too, something that feels so small it almost feels silly. Okay. So it could be drinking a certain amount of water. It can be eating more whole foods, moving your body a certain way, but Something really small and micro, and once we um, once we manage that, then we move on. So it's really getting back to basics. And is there something psychological that happens there too
1: that we feel? Accomplished for having been able to to do this small
0: task. Yeah, it's that motivation, right? It's that snowball effect once we win something our ego and our psyche is like, okay We want more of that dopamine hit so that's why those tiny wins really matter. It's like the making the bed effect Yeah, that is something I wasn't great at
1: doing weirdly Uh in my adult life and I started doing that a few years ago, and it's the simplest thing. It's yes. nothing, and but yeah. you do feel this little sense of accomplishment, and I feel like you
0: do take it through your day, and then you kickstart your day. So you right, do. the morning winds are really putting you on a tra- trajectory of your whole day feeling successful.
1: And there's some tools that you have been using throughout your life. Yeah. Can you share them with us so that maybe we can
0: yeah. we can get on the same track? Yeah. So I like to tell my clients and that same thing I've lived my life with is starting with a morning routine, ending with a bedtime routine. Okay. We all have routines. It's just a matter of whether we like it or not. So your routine could be checking your phone, scrolling mm. social media, grabbing coffee first thing in the morning, uh, watching the news. Or your routine could be, I like to say, sky. Before screens. So can you go outside, get fresh air, get some sunshine that is really good for regulating hormones, um, move your body in some way, some type of mindfulness, uh, whether that's gratitude practice, a um, uh, meditation, journaling, something that feels good for you, and then bookending that day. Same thing with bedtime, right? Some type of calm wind down routine, just like we do for our children, mm-hmm. right? Like brush your teeth, read a, read a bedtime story, tuck you into bed, something that feels like you yes. have control over your day and you're prioritizing your well-being. with those so things. So it's not so willy nilly. Yes.
1: And do you recommend writing this
0: down or how, how do you stay on track with that? Yeah, I. so it's, it's a little bit of trial and error to see what feels good for you because yours could be two minutes, it could be 10 minutes, it could be a half hour, whatever feels good. What I care about most is that we're consistent. So when my clients are first starting out, I like, to say write it on a postcard, keep it on your nightstand. Mm. First thing you see in the morning, last thing you see at bedtime, and then once you get used to it, you don't need to reference it, but that helps keep you on track so that you can be consistent.
1: You touched on hormones, and I think we could honestly do an entire half hour just on hormones, but can you quickly touch on
0: how that ties into how we feel and yeah. what should we should be prioritizing. Sure, hormones are everything for women. Um, they control everything from blood sugar to mood stabilization to our metabolism, everything. And so the biggest thing for hormone health that I tell clients is to manage your stress. So cortisol wreaks havoc in our body. Mm. So that go, 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 that sympathetic, we're always in fight or flight all day long. That's 99.9% of us. That's the enemy to the hormone. Yes, cortisol being high consistently without coming back down into that rest and digest parasympathetic is what wreaks havoc on us. So really the sky before screens, sunlight first thing in the morning, um, really working on stress management, self care, things like okay. that throughout the day. Finding those pockets is key. Um, and then nutrition, food is always a huge player. Right, for and that's health. so much of what you do. Yes. So I haven't thought much about
1: hormones. Mm-hmm. And then after 40, you yes. start to hear more about that because right. of perimenopause and menopause. Yeah. But are hormones something that all women should be looking at at all
0: stages? Absolutely, and and that's we're doing women a disservice by not talking about it until perimenopause or menopause, right? Because thyroid is a hormone. A lot of women have underactive. I don't have one of those anymore. Thyroid, yep. <laughs> uh, insulin. So our blood sugar balance is huge when we talk about energy levels, um, that crash and burn, cravings, hunger, things like that. So we need to be talking about this all along. Yes. And eating a well balanced plate of protein, fiber, healthy fats. That helps keep blood sugar balanced and when our blood sugar is balanced, everything else kind of falls into Mm. place. So that's really a key tip to practice. Is
1: blood sugar like the big culprit to a lot of our issues? It's
0: like the number one driver to any type of disease or or, uh, abnormality that we can control. So it's the cause of inflammation and diabetes and heart disease and strokes. It's a precursor to so many diseases. So I see in my practice when I can manage a client's blood sugar, by following that healthy plate template, number one, getting enough protein, getting mm-hmm. the healthy fats, getting the fiber, so many things just fall into place. And I think it
1: even your sleep, because oh, I yeah. notice almost I'll wake yeah. up on cue at like 4 a.m. Yep. and I feel like it's just a, a crash,
0: like exactly. a sugar crash. Exactly. Wow, yep. so
1: is there something we should be doing to get our hormones checked, or it's just in general we should know at a certain age something's happening?
0: Yeah, so I like to say test, don't guess. If you can get your hormones checked early on, before 40s, before perimenopause, let's get a baseline so we know where you stand. So then, when you're in perimenopause, things are going awry, yeah. you know what is different for your body. I'm kind of laughing because I have no idea what you mean by get them checked. Like, uh-huh. is that
1: blood work? Yeah, is that- blood work is okay. most of
0: it. We can do saliva, we can even do a hair test, but blood work is most and of it. And that's something you talk to your, your family doctor about, yeah. or talk to your friendly doctor, talk to your OBGYN. I do recommend finding a hormone certified practitioner. Um, I can draw labs as well for clients, uh, interpret labs. But yes, talk to your medical provider, and they can do. All sorts I never of thought to do
1: that. Yeah. And then it's
0: nice because then you have that information yep. to do with it what you like. And then once we implement the targeted specific practices and, and interventions, we can retest. So I retest after say three months, and we see the progress you're making. So we go off the lab values and your symptoms, so we can see what's working and what's not. How are you helping women? make their health a priority? Uh, I think that I am all about the small steps, really. Like putting you, I say there's lots of balls in the air. I want you to be a ball. And let's get the small, consistent habits and steps in every day so that you can have the health that you need to care for everyone else in your world. That's Start creating key. those building blocks. Yes. And
1: like we always say on mom to mom put our mask on first. Yep, it's So true. that we can serve everybody else. Yeah. Hey, listeners, wanted to take a quick break to tell you about our Hub Today newsletter. You can find it in your inbox each week. It's called The Hubbub, and it's our weekly update on all the latest hotspots in Boston, beauty and fashion trends, our celebrity interviews, and oh, so much more. So head to NBC10Boston.com slash newsletters, drop your email, and you'll see it there. Before the break, you were talking about how you intervene with your clients and things like that, and ways that we can just each and every day change a little thing, yes. and will make a huge impact mm-hmm. on
0: our, our health and wellness. Yes, so, all about those small, consistent steps that lead to big changes. That's how it's sustainable.
1: Right, and you right. don't need your own dietitian for that, so yeah. we're helping you today yeah. with all those things. Um, I wanna talk about some of the common complaints that you get from your clients, Yes, but first, I just feel like there's so many of us out there who want to start the new year on the right foot. Mm -hmm. And then you open up your phone and you're getting inundated with ads for different diets and different exercise routines and this and that. And it can feel so overwhelming that you don't even want to start. You just get so bogged down with all of it. So what
0: do you recommend when it comes to especially diet? Mm I say get back to basics. So how can we start with nutrition? Food first is really key. If we can focus more on just getting more whole foods in our Real diet, food. Real food. Real food. Not yeah. from a box, not from a you know pouch that you tear open. Just real food that you have to scan at the grocery store or buy at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. That, it can be really... Again, like catapult all the other positive changes that we want to see. So that's a great starting point for people. Yeah,
1: I always say the fewer ingredients, the better. Right. A banana
0: is a banana.
1: Yes. An orange is an orange. Yes. Right. Exactly. There's no more no ingredient list. You can pronounce it. Yep. It's all good. Um, So as someone who's a registered nurse and a dietitian who sees clients all the time, you are at the forefront of hearing what's top of mind. Yeah. So what are some of the common complaints
0: that you're getting? Uh, Let's see. So energy, probably number one, low energy, fatigue, um, bloating, constipation, um, uh, hormonal shifts. So that could be mood swings, acne, painful periods, things like that. But those are energy is number one. And time. I know is really difficult, especially for moms um, finding the time to get it all in. Mm -hmm. All
1: right. So let's break that down. So starting with the
0: energy. Yes. What can we do? Blood sugar balance is number one. So energy equals blood sugar balance, just in a scientific phrase. So again, we want to go back to the healthy plate template. Make sure we're eating We're eating when we're eating and we're not when we're not. What I mean by that is we're not grazing all day. Oh, we're not picking yeah. all day because that raises our blood sugar and keeps it elevated. And when we have elevated blood sugar, mm-hmm. it's only going to come back down and crash. That crash is what we know as... Like the poor energy, the I need the Oreos right now, mm-hmm. give me the bag of chips. It's our body saying, Oh, we don't have enough energy to run away from that tiger. We need sugar now. Interesting. Right? I didn't know if people were just
1: built different and yeah. some people are snackers and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. I'm a I prefer a three squares. Yeah. (laughs) Uh I find that when I'm on three square meals a day, I do better. And I would only do that usually when I would travel. I used to travel for work all the time and we wouldn't have time to snack. So Mm -hmm. it would be a really big breakfast, a really big lunch, dinner, and nothing in between. And I would feel so good when I got back. Yes. Um, So that's a mentality that we should take with us all the time.
0: Yes, blood sugar, so when insulin is high, just a little science for all of us because Mm -hmm. it's really important to understand the why. When blood sugar is high, insulin is high, our pancreas releases insulin. When insulin is high, it either tells our body to burn fat or store fat. Most of us want to burn fat. To burn fat, we need low insulin. For low insulin to occur, we have to give our body that break in between meals. We can't have it constantly snacking. Mm. So that's what allows our body to, to go into you know, our hips and our thighs and things like that to get energy versus needing the next cookie, the next granola bar, the next thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have a dessert, you yeah. recommend doing it attached to the meal? Yes. At the same time? Very joint. much so. So I say put clothes on your carbs. And what I mean by that is the sugar, the carb, the glass of wine, whatever that is, have it with your dinner and not separate. Or have it with a handful of almonds or some healthy fats, Mm. some fiber, some protein, so that it doesn't spike your blood sugar as much. And that can make a huge difference with the amount that our body is producing insulin. I think
1: this is why I struggled with cereal my mm-hmm. whole life. I grew up eating, you know, yeah. bowl of cereal oh, 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 oh. with milk, which so many of us yeah. give to the children. Yeah. And I feel like that is just a spike
0: in sugar and then a dramatic crash. I would get yes. so hungry at school. The standard American breakfast of like orange juice, toast, sugar, bagels, sugar. 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 It's all sugar. It's all so sugar. we are setting ourselves and our children up for that crash. Come 9, 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. we're crashing, we need a snack. Lunch We need a snack. Dinner, we need a snack, right? So when we fuel with the healthy plate template, our body is able to stabilize the blood sugar and keep us satisfied until that next three to four hour meal later. And what you mean by the healthy food template is protein, just a balance? Yeah, protein, healthy fat, and fiber. So when we have those three things together, it helps our body to stabilize the blood sugar, feel nice and satisfied so you're not feeling hunger. It becomes easy. We have this sort of like food freedom where we're not always thinking about food and thinking about the next meal. Yes, and, you know, you're satisfied. Yes. You're satiated. And from the inside out, you're like truly your body has the nutrients it needs at a very nourishing level. So really to bake in the time for that is important. So what would that plate look like for breakfast, for example? Yeah. So your protein could be eggs for breakfast. Uh, Your healthy fat could be a little avocado, maybe a half an avocado, Mm -hmm. a quarter of an avocado. Fiber could be some berries, something easy. And make it, keep it simple. Like I tell Mm -hmm. my clients, don't try to make some fancy plate and make it look pretty. Just keep it simple. A bag of frozen berries in the fridge, a a carton of eggs. You know, maybe it's a hard boiled egg. Maybe you prefer to scramble it on the on the stove, but like keep these things and easy. And you like the whole egg. We talked about this yes. before. Eat the whole egg. Like, don't worry Every. about the egg weight. Like eat the egg, eat the, eat the, egg. the damn egg. Eat the damn <laughs> egg. And so really quick to go back to hormone health, um, healthy fat and cholesterol is needed for hormones. We have to have them to balance our hormones. So eat the egg yolk, it has tons of choline, healthy fats, vitamins, that's gonna help us with all these other issues we have. Wow. Gone are the days of the low fat, no fat, snack wells, 90 calorie packs, eat the healthy fat, and when you eat real food, you don't need all those other things to fill in the gaps. I was gonna bring that up because I grew up,
1: as many of us did, in that 90s diet era where it was no fat and everything was like, full of sugar and everything. And Mm -hmm. a lot of us had what they now call on TikTok as almond moms, which, you know, if you figure it out, it's like moms who ate almonds only. (laughs) Um, But we grew up in that time and it's sort of like, you have to almost break that mindset, which I have had to work at, Um, but eating whole foods and getting away from, you know, the low
0: fat Mm -hmm. and low everything. Yeah, it's a real mindset shift. And I like to say, clear the slate. Clear the slate of everything you know, the diet culture, all the noise, all the overwhelm, the fads, and come back to what we know works. Food first, whole food nutrition, the healthy plate template, moving our body, practicing self-care, all the foundational practices, that's what makes a difference. So
1: when you talked about one of the common complaints you get from your clients, bloating Mm -hmm. is one of them, and I know everyone at home has
0: been waiting for this one, so what can we do? for the dreaded bloating. Yeah, lots of things. So number one is chew your food. A lot of times I see my, it's so basic. What? I know you're probably laughing out there, but if we are rushing into meals and eating like, standing at the counter and we're like grabbing the goldfish as we're running out the door and the granola bar, right? Our body is in this heightened uh, sympathetic state and therefore it's not worried about digestion, it's worried about saving you from, again, like the tiger that's attacking you. Wow. So if we can get a little bit mindful, take a deep breath, sit down, chew our food and focus, Yeah, the, all the um, gastric acids and the digestive enzymes and things come out and then we don't feel as bloated. So that's we number one. We do have a sit down rule in our house. I love it. I don't want people standing.
1: And that's mm-hmm. mainly for my husband. I love it. Because <laughs> he's the culprit and uh-huh. he tends to like take in all these calories without even realizing he's doing it. Yes. So I say to the kids and Josh, I'm like, you have to have your butt in a chair yeah. if you're going to do that. Great and rule. then one of the other things too is we don't, I don't like them eating out of the bag. Yeah, like if you want to have some chips or you want to have a snack, like put it Perfect. on a plate out of the bag. So we're being mindful about like yes. what we're actually eating
0: because you know, we all know we can practice. sit down and eat the whole bag of chips yeah. and the whole carton of Ben and Jerry's if we just yeah. it's mindless, right? We're just totally eating, eating, eating. Yes.
1: So for the bloating, I've yeah. I've been learning more about gut health, yes. and I know again that's we could do a whole Oprah yeah. on that. Yeah. Um. But for some of us, like, I I wanna eat healthy fruits and vegetables. I mean, I know it's one of the best things we can do. However, I struggle with that. For my particular makeup, like, that wreaks havoc on me. Yes. And my digestion, like I, I have a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. So I have to sort of like, if I'm going to eat a raw veggie, like that has to be in the privacy of my own home yeah. <laughs> because I don't know where things are going to go sure. with that. So I'm a, sure. I feel like it's an extra struggle
0: Yeah, because you've got to work around that. Yeah. And it's great that you know your own body and know what works for you. Some, some tips with that is cooking vegetables yeah. can really help. It helps break down that cell wall and already start the digestive process. Cruciferous vegetables in particular can be hard to digest cauliflower, kale, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, things like that. So you can cook those extra well, that can help. Um, The other thing is you can take digestive enzymes that can help probiotics. Probiotic rich mm-hmm. foods can really help with that like yogurt yogurt. I love apple cider vinegar oh, kimchi Fermented vegetables. Yes. Those are really great for gut health as well Which
1: is like not what you it's like not intuitive because you would think like sauerkraut and kimchi and stuff yeah. like that would make you very gassy Yeah, but on the contrary
0: like over time it actually helps you. Yep, and they have the good bacteria. So our, our um, Digestive tract if you will is like a garden and we want a good balance of yes. the good bacteria that bad bacteria. So the probiotic rich foods are the good bacteria that can kind of so, um, uh, fertilize the garden in, our, in Amazing. Our garden. Amazing.
1: You know what? Here in New England, we're finally hitting lower temperatures and it's time to help our community bundle up. Our annual coat drive is now underway. And once again, we have partnered with the nonprofit Cradles to Crayons to help keep kids warm this winter. So if you'd like to donate a new or lightly used coat, you can visit our website, nbc10boston.com slash bundle up to find the closest drop off location to you. Before the break, we were getting into the very, very sexy topic of uh, bloating and gas and gut health. Yeah. And <laughs> I do want to dive in a little bit more to gut health because yeah. it is something that, you know, all of a sudden it starts, you start to see it on your radar. I hadn't yeah. heard much about gut health. I didn't really know what it meant. Yeah. Um, so if you could just in layman's terms kind of explain sure. what that is and how we can support the gut. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So our gut is our whole digestive tract. It's called the second brain because we have so many receptors in our gut that communicates throughout our entire body. So more research is showing that gut health is really the number one sort of system that we really want to nourish and take care of. Um, 80% of our immune system lives in our gut. So if it's cold and flu season or we're worried about our immunity, our gut health is the number one place to start Mm. to nourish that. And we want to keep it in harmony? Yes, the good bugs and the bad bugs. We want a good balance of both. So if you take antibiotics and things like that, you'll often hear people say, take a probiotic, eat probiotic-rich foods, eat yogurt, things like that. The point of that is to re, um, rebalance that microbiome with the good bugs, the good bacteria.
1: Wow, yes. oh my gosh, so much information today. We could go on and on. Kristen. thank you so much for joining us today. Please let everyone know where they can find out more about you and what you
0: do. Thank you so much. So it's nursingyourwaytowellness.com. You can book a free call with me, learn more, and Instagram, Facebook, Nursing Your Way to Wellness.
1: That's a wrap for this episode of Mom to Mom with Registered Nurse Kristen Reed. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. I feel like this has really changed the way I think about some of the things on my plate. Um, I just learned so much and Kristen is such a sweetheart. We had so many laughs in between commercial breaks as well, talking about some of these things like gas and bloating is always fun to discuss in the workplace. Anyway, um, that's a wrap for today's show. You can find many more episodes like this in our mom to mom library, download the episodes you like, put it in your earbuds, put it in the car on your drive to work. I have talked to so many experts over the years who have helped me out so much, and I bet they can help you too. All right, I'll see you guys next time right here on mom to mom